Welcome to Womble Perspectives, where we explore a wide range of topics from the latest legal updates to industry trends to the business of law. Our team of lawyers, professionals, and occasional outside guests will take you through the most pressing issues facing businesses today and provide practical and actionable advice to help you navigate the ever-changing legal landscape. With a focus on innovation, collaboration, and client service, we are committed to delivering exceptional value to our clients and to the communities we serve. And now our latest episode. Last week, the DOJ announced policy changes on white-collar law that will have an effect on mergers and acquisitions. Before we dive in, here are today's cybersecurity tips. We're all aware that apps and websites are collecting constant streams of data, but it helps to be cautious when it comes to sharing your own information. If you're like most people, you're probably sharing a fair amount of your life on social media, and while you might like sharing your latest vacation, a cyber criminal is much more interested in your data. Make sure to check the privacy settings on your accounts and make sure you're only sharing with the people you trust. And with that, on to the episode. Over the last two years, the DOJ has announced numerous policy changes on corporate criminal enforcement policies, largely based on a self-described carrot-and-sticks approach. The latest changes affect mergers and acquisitions. On October 4, 2023, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco in remarks before the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics, announced a new safe harbor policy for voluntary self-disclosures made in connection with bona fide, arm's-length mergers and acquisitions. This latest policy continues the DOJ's recent efforts to encourage corporate general counsel and compliance officers to proactively ensure compliance with the law. As Deputy Attorney General Monaco stated during her announcement, the last thing the department wants to do is discourage companies with effective compliance programs from lawfully acquiring companies with ineffective compliance programs and a history of misconduct. Instead, we want to incentivize the acquiring company to timely disclose misconduct uncovered during the M&A process. Under the policy, acquiring companies will qualify for a presumption of declination if, one, they disclose criminal misconduct within six months of closing an M&A transaction, two, cooperate with the ensuing investigation, and three, engage in requisite, timely, and appropriate remediation, restitution, and disgorgement of any ill-gotten gains. Timing is critical, and the window provided by the DOJ is short. An acquiring company must disclose misconduct discovered within an acquired entity within six months of the transaction's closing date, regardless of whether the misconduct was discovered pre- or post-acquisition. The acquiring company will then have at least one year from the transaction's closing date to fully remediate the misconduct, including paying restitution or disgorgement. This timeline can be extended based on the specific facts, circumstances, and complexity of the deal. In addition, the DOJ expects full cooperation with any resulting investigation into the reported misconduct. If the acquiring company complies with these conditions, it will qualify for a presumption of declination. The presence of aggravating factors will not impact the acquiring company's ability to receive its declination, and any misconduct disclosed under the policy will not be factored into future recidivist analysis for the acquiring company. Importantly, the M&A safe harbor does not apply to misconduct that is otherwise required to be disclosed, already public, known to the department, or relating to civil merger enforcement. Deputy A.G. Monaco stated, 
You should expect more to come on this topic as we continue to extend consistent, transparent application of our corporate enforcement policies across the department, beyond the criminal context to other enforcement resolutions, from breaches of affirmative civil case settlements to violations of CFIUS mitigation agreements or orders. For more details on this policy change, click the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Womble Perspectives. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, please visit the show notes where you can find links to related resources mentioned today. The show notes also have more information about our attorneys who provided today's insights, including ways to reach out to them. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast player of choice so that you never miss an episode. Thank you again for listening.